Yeah, hello, hello, hello. Uh, how's it going, Mr. Hungry? Not too bad, my friend. Happy American Thanksgiving to you. Happy American Thanksgiving. You know, I think I like American Thanksgiving more than I like Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Well, my job is entirely dependent on me conversing and talking to Americans, all of which are not in the office today, which means that I get to sit home and watch David Blau. Wow. Oh, no, he's not there. We got third and six for the Lions in the red zone. But, yeah, happy to be here. Who's one player that you're thankful for this year in fantasy? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> and there's an easy answer. There's a really easy answer. His Lamar <laughs> Football Jackson. What a player. Holy smokes. How about that comeback last week? That was unbelievable. That's uh, he did it for me in another league too, and I was uh, I was watching that game, and when they pulled him, um, oh, Bears guy just lined up offside. That's a free play blow. <laughs> oh, that's pass interference. Um, yeah, when uh, when I was playing Scumborg, the Scum Dumpster himself, the Scum mm-hmm. Dragon, it was his birthday, and I had Lamar Jackson playing. He had Justin Tucker and Mark Andrews. I went ahead. On that last Lamar Jackson touchdown uh, that yeah. he threw to Willie Sneed. But then he had Justin Tucker. Justin C- Tucker kicked another, another field goal. And so I'm hanging on, like watching RG3 attempt to lead the Ravens down the field. If they kicked one more, I, I had lost the game. So in a 45-6 to six game that meant absolutely nothing, I was sweating it down to the last second. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be in a fair amount of sweats this year, hey? Oh, yeah. There's nothing better than sweats. Amber yeah. probably thinks I'm a complete degenerate watching me scream at the TV at a 45-6 to six game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, congrats on that comeback. Keeps your win streak alive. Yeah, that was huge. And on the topic of the win streak and that historic Lamar Jackson performance, I got a, I got a nice little free roll to announce here. Ooh, what's the free roll? Uh, so the free roll is, is going to be a... Uh, Lamar Jackson scored 41 points to give me a nine-game win streak, the longest win streak in PMFL history. So 41 plus nine is 50. That's a fifty dollar <laughs> $50 free roll for anybody who um, overcomes the nine-game win streak in, in the PMFL. Wow. And actually, you know what's even crazier is that gives you the number one score on the league that week it also i think locked you up for first place in the pmfl which is another uh money propeller yeah there, it was, you, a, you it was a great number chunk one. of change on a monday night i was loving it what's the what's the score for finishing first regular season uh i got it in my uh in my phone here uh let me check oh it turns out it's the whole it's the whole thing the whole thing all right guys playoffs are now meaningless the money is all going to our crooked treasure <laughs> no, I got it in here at uh, 1.66 times your buy-in. That's not bad. Yeah, so nice for 166, 166 bucks. bucks and a $10 bonus for their high point on the week. So, again, cheers to Lamar Jackson. And the $50 free roll is live until somebody uh, reclaims that win streak record from me in the PMFL. I like it. Uh, while we're on the topic of crooked PMFL exec members, um, you may notice there's uh, another absence this week from uh, our fat little friend Fuge, who is off with sand in his vagina 
and uh, apparently has a poorly tummy and his menstrual cramps are really picking up this time of month. So he's sitting out again at home with his thumb in his ass. Yeah, quote unquote from Fuj, I'm crooked, boys. That's not my great. menstrual cramps are kicking in. Not great. <laughs> yeah, throw that in the quote too. <laughs> All right, uh, should we get into some more recaps? Let's do it. Yeah. Why don't we get um, it out of the? Why don't we get it out of the way? Let Let's go to the the hot, hot Mexican heat. El Guapo's taking me down, one twenty eight to eighty six. Oh goodness. <sighs> it's another shit game. My team is really stumbling to the finish line here. Five and seven still looks like we're going to make the playoffs, but they're they're looking like a, a wet fucking blanket out there. Yeah. Um, that was quite the goose from Cooper. Oh, God, yeah. The conditions in that game were absolutely abysmal. Um, but that's still no excuse for having a goose when you're an elite talent like Amari. Yeah, I've heard that... Um, after the game, Amari Cooper's wife actually divorced him and went home with Stefan Gilmore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Common knowledge. <laughs> I heard that too. Uh, my newly acquired uh, Saquon Barkley. I've, uh, I've checked the receipt. I found out there's actually no returns. Uh, it's a oh, final, pur- final purchase, so I'm a little chapped about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, my cowboy stack is starting to look like a steaming pile of, of poo out there. <laughs> that's two two straight games and you know i i kind of saw it coming they had some really tough matchups down the stretch and it continues into the playoffs so i'm a, I'm a little bit concerned uh meanwhile for the guaps you got debo samuel james washington mark ingram jarvis landry a lot of uh, minus maybe ingram all those guys are kind of you know big caliber names but that was uh a lot a lot of heat from from the spicy mexican squad yeah um one note, I believe he picked up James Washington on the Steelers there just before the week. Um, turned out to be a great pickup with Juju out of the lineup and against those uh, shit shenanigans Bengals. Oh, gotta love playing against the Bengals. The Bengals are, I believe, the only team without a win in the NFL. They are, yeah. They're looking to challenge the, uh, I think the Dolphins have done it, and I think the Lions have done it. The only two teams in sixteen. Wow. Chasing history, yeah. chasing history. They are for all um, the wrong reasons. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> sure. Okay, let's move on. Um, sure. Look at the the Gorsgate Gorse bags against uh, those soft Andres. Yeah, let's do that. Oh my God, are they ever soft? Final oh. score <laughs> of this game was uh, one hundred eight to sixty nine. And for those at home, you know, on on Sunday night, you may have noticed that. The score was actually 108 to 80 points. Uh, however, we had an extremely crooked play by the hard-ons last week uh, where we as the PMFL exec, we were forced to interact. Um, so despite scoring 80 points on the week, you know, fairly good game for Andre. Uh, they now have 68 points. This is due to the fact that Andre started two running backs in his flex, which is a violation of the PMFL code of conduct section. 32.4B, look it up. So, <laughs> as punishment, <laughs> Andre had his highest running back, which was Kareem, with 11.8 points, I believe, taken off of his roster for 12. So, uh, that's a good slap on the wrist for you, Andre. I believe that uh, Mr. Hungry is uh, submitting your fine in the mail within the next couple of days. 
Mm-hmm. Expect that in the mail. Um, unless Canada Post goes on strike, I might have to hand deliver it. Oh, you can just take the bus. Oh, wait a second. Those guys are on strike, oh, those too. Guys are on strike <laughs> too. So, yeah, Andre's going to be delivered the black hand. Just a black um. spot. <laughs> like the pirates used to do. <laughs> his league's yeah. been a, bla- be on a the black lookout. tarnish on this. Uh, his team's been a black tarnish on this league, so we might as well serve him a black spot. <laughs> mm. Oh, sorry, sorry, Andre, but you you can't start two running backs in your flex. We we've been over this. Yeah, that's a violation. Thirty-two B. Thirty-two point four B. Yeah, scores getting it done with one hundred and eight points. No surprise there. If you score over a hundred, you're good against the hard ons. Um, yep. Second straight win Gores for the team. Gores. Oh, yeah, that's right. Two in a row. I didn't know Gores was capable of that, but I guess <laughs> he is. Um, <laughs> That looks like the best game of the season from Zach Footballerts there. Uh, 12 receptions, 91 yards, and a tutter butter. Uh, tutter yeah. butter ball turkey. Um, <laughs> and yeah, nothing uh, else too glowing on his team there. Edelman pretty steady, and uh, everybody else just enough to get it done, but no really standout performances. Exactly. I can say not really anything crazy, but enough to get the job done against, uh, against the Softies. Uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. Garoppolo, another decent game there. Baltimore D played played pretty good. Yeah, Edward Sanders, kind of a bust game there. Uh, <laughs> one reception. Meanwhile, for Andre, Jameis and Lev Bell with good games, but uh, a few absolutely pitiful scores by uh, by the hard ons last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not great. What else Alshon Jeffrey and Andre's lineup for like the eighth time this season, putting up a goose egg because he's not playing. Um, yeah, plus Wentz just doesn't target receivers. Yeah, fucks with the tight ends. Um, anyways, let's move on. Uh, Cope Cowboys, Dabsy Shamagrams. Um, uh, another tough, tough loss for the Shams. Yeah, real ugly. Who let him down? Oh, um, doesn't help when you play the Rams defense against the hottest offense in football. Yeah, minus one. That's not good. It was a yeah. must-win game for him, and his uh, his big dogs, Deshaun. Deshaun uh, Watson came to play this week. Michael Thomas came to play, but uh, YZ's depth players just um, they they locked up. They they really let him down. Mm-hmm. His newly acquired toy, uh, Daniel Singletary, uh, <laughs> putting up twelve points. Uh, you like to see that, but yeah, the rest of your oh. units. What's interesting about about that too is that these two teams, the Cope Cowboys and the Stab City Shamgrams, were uh, you know just a part of that trade together. So mm-hmm. you had Cortland the Slutton in a head-to-head matchup against uh, David Singletary, and even though Singletary got it done, it it wasn't enough. Stab City goes down, and, and the Cowboys, you know, the, the Cope Cowboys, they get just enough. Uh, Jones and Rogers struggling again. So that's mm. two of the two of the league's best stacks really crumbling down the stretch. Um, the only difference is that the Cope Cowboys are winning and the Raw Dogs are not. So uh, hats off to you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby Woods came back from his absence with a vengeance. Got a nice yep. little 13 spot. Um, and yeah, Jared Cook um, turns out to be a very nice football tight end there. Yeah, filling in for that injured Evan Ingram too. Yeah, no kidding. That's a that's a good little pickup. Ah, uh, yeah. What else we got there? What kind of beverage are you working on right now? 
Okay, uh, right now, I got way. I got a Woodford Reserve, and I thought I had ginger ale. Oh, I just realized that I had spicy Jamaican ginger beer in the fridge that I forgot about. So instead, I'm mixing it with a cranberry ginger ale, which is ah. not bad. But uh, I might have I might have to just plow this one back and then back for that spicy ginger beer because that's what you mix bourbon with. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, Mitch Trubisky is heading. Sign for Bears fans. Oh, we gotta love that. Go. Oh, he's back. He's back on the bench, though. That's not. A I good never. Sign. I never know if that's good or bad for my Bears shares. Bitch, Trubitsky is fucking awful. Holy shit! Yeah, he stinks. He... Oh, let's go, Bo. Let's go, Scarborough. I've got him starting in a must-win game. I've got Bro and Galladay playing. I, I'm going against team number one, and it's like if I win, I still need a few other pins to drop. Oh, oh wow. you got to be kidding me, man. Every fucking play this guy gets, it comes back. It's coming back. Oh, oh yeah. Good. That was like a fucking 25-yard run that's coming back because of Galladay. Oh, oh that Kenny, stinks. Kenny didn't make a smooth oh, play on that. Fuck. Oh, that's ugly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right, okay. let's get into the Primo's picks and the Cold Hustlers here. Um, let's do it. Tight matchup. Tight matchup. Uh, Battle of two and two and three this was, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, the primos, uh, the primos, stay true to projections. Both teams outscored their projection, but primos takes down mark one thirty-two to one twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Yahoo having this one, I, th- I believe I predicted this game last week, and I still gave the win to Mark just because he's been such a powerhouse this week. But uh, Joey pulled off the upset with a little little luck of his own, of twenty-two points from. Uh, a little kittle action on Sunday night, uh, so a huge win here for for the picks. He put some distance between himself and uh, the Tokyo Titans. Uh, so hats off to you, Joey. You you win the battle, and now you're within striking distance of second place too. Yeah, that's that's big time, eh? Um, just a side note, uh, I just realized I don't know if, what the yardage would have been. Oh, yeah, we're in half PPR. Do you remember the play when Russell Wilson missed a wide open? Um, Jamarius Hollister. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, that was a. F- I've never seen Russell miss I think like that's, that. That's six and a half points and a couple yards. That that's the difference in this matchup. Yeah, there's a lot of mark the win. <laughs> there's a lot of things in this matchup. I did yeah, some. Uh, I did some digging here and like you know, Mark had another saw our number one stack in the league. So our three best stacks. Um, all of them having down games was I think Russell went for like 10 points and Lockett went for four. Not what you expect from, from those two players. But uh, if Mark had started Drew Brees, he wins this one easily as well. So maybe a little quarterback controversy brewing for the cold hustlers. Uh, it's going to be, you know, a coin flip with those two QBs. Maybe this, uh, maybe this does come back to bite him in the ass as he's, not getting that guaranteed easy start and it could be the difference between a win and a loss come playoff no kidding spicy stuff spicy stuff in the pmfl meanwhile also joey impressive. joey oh, getting sorry, the job done with uh, matt ryan here having another bust game yeah but i mean when you've got godwin and mccaffrey those two guys are possibly the two fantasy mvps at their respective position this season so uh you know joey took care of business and he, he, another team that, you know, you look at his depth players, um, you know, behind with a down game, other than McCaffrey and Godwin, he only had 
you had one player get over 10 points. The rest are all underperforming under, under 10. So, right. Oh, I think you cut out there, James. Hello. Sorry, I just said that. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Me. Okay, cool. I just said he still finds a way to win, even with, you know, only four out of six, four out of 10 players get 10 points. Yeah. Does he ever, eh? Uh, onwards and upwards, um, Sco- or maybe downwards. Skunk, skunks and Fuges. <laughs> <laughs> skunks and Fuges. Um, the sticky I believe, matchup. <laughs> I believe the skunks slide continues. Let's go check on what their win streak is at. Four uh, they lost in four, four in a row. That's the biggest. That's the biggest losing streak in the uh, two minutes all right now. Yeah, how the skunks have fallen. Actually, you know what? I've just realized there's a chance that I could leapfrog the skunks here for for seventh place. I sure, this. I sure hope you do because I'd much rather play the skunks than the Ramsey's Raw Disley Dogs in the round one of the Ooh. PMFL playoffs. Wow, this now gets interesting. If I throw this game on purpose, that means I draw the matchup with you. So, who would I rather play, you or Mark? Um, and the answer is definitely Mark. I don't know if the points for say otherwise. The nine streak, the nine point nine game win streak, uh, agrees with you. So that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, the ball's really in my court here. Tread, tread, <laughs> tread wisely. Uh, I might give my guys the rest. You know, final week of the regular season. <laughs> but I got to think. Make sure I think I... actually, I think you the one week you want to play Mark is week fourteen because I believe the Patriots have a tough matchup. Um, they're playing Kansas City. Yeah, give me your pitch here. I might. Uh, we might have to get Mark on as well. Maybe he can give me his pitch. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't need the pitch. I'm straight. My my team is on the top four right now. <laughs> the teams just cannot show up when they come play against me. And even if they do, I will best them in the real. The biggest over everything. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to do some number crunching here. But anyways, back to the game at hand. We got the the skunks and the fuges. And, uh, yeah, this was a real stinker. Um, I was shocked that with 86 points last week, um, there are three teams in the PMFL that I would have beaten. And interesting stat here, this is the last three games. He's been on a four-game lose streak, but he hasn't hit 100 points since week nine. He's gone for 75 last week, 91 the week before, and 92 the week before that. So, uh, yeah, something's got to (laughs) give. Yeah, boy, is he ever struggling. I feel like Dallas does this a lot. It's almost every year in the PMFL. He starts off pretty strong. He's looking good. And then just down the stretch, his team just crumbles. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just gets a little bit too comfortable. Forgets a few waiver pickups here. Forgets to set his lineup there. Hey, and next thing you actually, know, he lost four check, straight. <laughs> check, out, check out his bench. He made a couple of good pickups, but declined to slot either of them in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Tannehill Brown stack. Ryan Tannehill, yeah, and AJ Brown going for Antonio Brown, points. Tennessee Titans <laughs> receiver Antonio Brown, twenty-one point five points. Carson yeah, Wentz, tough, tough benching, ugly, yeah. ugly game for Wentz. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned with him right now as, as an Eagles fan. Like, you know, it's calling into question: Is he even a franchise quarterback anymore? Like, you know, he this is supposed to be his year. Nick Foles is out. Like, you know, you've got a full season where you're healthy. This is your team. You got a good defense. And he's just really shit the bed this year. I'm a little disappointed. And I'm, I was so disappointed that I actually took him off of my lock screen on my phone. So you know that I'm hurt. 
Oh, that's deep. Yeah, and it was after that game. <laughs> <laughs> I guess on the on the Fujis here, we also have his new shiny toys. Um, we'll break down the trades uh, in the waiver and trade section, but uh, Devontae Parker and Tevin Coleman both putting up solid fantasy performances there. Yeah, helping him get the job done. Ninety-five points is uh, was enough to get it done this week. With now, I think this is going to be high five five teams scoring less than a hundred. Yeah, stinker week. Um, an ugly defense play against a, a bang in San Fran offense. Uh, another negative one spot. Yeah, he survived though. Interesting as well. I, this is worth noting. So uh, that I think it was. points from Jimmy Graham. Yep. So Jimmy Graham now, uh, since picked him up in week five, um, has actually scored 38 points. So he's earned his fab fab bit of uh, $36, albeit, or wait, $38 all in. So uh, by (laughs) points over the season, he has, uh, he's done Dallas proud. He's managed to outperform the amount of fab that, that Dallas spent on him. Uh, Josh Allen, if you're with them, <laughs> at a boy Jimmy, way to get it done. <laughs> uh, Montgomery running for ten yards there, that was nice. Oh, I like to hear that. Josh Allen looking real good for food. I think he saved him this week. If he didn't have Josh Allen, then this could have been an even more shocking game. No kidding. Josh Allen putting up some strong fantasy performances in his last uh, several contests. If you take a look at the player card there. Actually, just if we go back to um, oh, actually, sorry, no, I'm straight. No, that's that's for a later segment. I got another tidbit, but okay, you're straight. Uh, I think the only matchup remaining is mine, which we talked about that Monday night comeback. Fifty dollar free roll is live. Yeah, two of the top um, dogs going head to head. That one didn't disappoint. Uh, yeah, I, actually, what I show. What I thought was worth mentioning on that was, um, you remember last week on the pod when I mentioned that uh, your team, you've got enough star power to still score monster points. Yeah, even when six out of ten of your players scored less than ten points, you still find a way to score 141. So uh, that's that's the scary part about your team is that you can come from, from all angles. So uh, counts again. The loss comes down to Philly actually not starting his new running back, Williams. And uh, his kicker going for a Boston cream donut. So, uh, tough loss. That's right. That is tough. Um, yeah, I love getting wins when I have several players underperforming that I know can do better. Um, that just means, you know, happy days ahead, hopefully. Yeah, it must be nice. Guys and get, get <laughs> Bo Football Scarborough came in and did what he needed to do for me. Um, Unfortunately, didn't play him this week, but uh, I got nothing to lose this week anyway. So, well, let's see how he's doing. Wow, so, oh, oh. interesting. There's two minutes forty-five seconds left. Trubisky just threw it to Anthony Miller on the three-yard line. Bears are down by three. This one's got an exciting finish. Oh, hopefully Monty punches it in. Well, Scarborough's gone for eight eight point three points this game, so he's uh, he's had a decent performance. That's straight. Um, All right, should we move on to the uh, the waiver wires? Yeah, just one side note. Uh, congrats to Derek Henry for banging up the Jaguars. Uh, he has their number, um, and he crumbled them up and put them in his back pocket. 
Um, he exposed so yeah, them. Little, little, little shout out to big man Derrick Henry there. Montgomery um, could go on. for a touchdown here. Yeah. Let me know, James. I'll uh, delay of game. Out of boy, Trubisky. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Should we, um, should we maybe focus a little bit here and, and talk about the wild trade deadline week that, uh, that led up to, uh, up to this weekend's action? Absolutely. Where do you want to start? Let's start with the initial trade that went through with Tevin Coleman. There, sorry, the Indomitian Fuges sending Tevin Coleman, or sorry, sending Joe Mixon to the Tokyo Titans in return for Tevin Coleman, Devontae Parker. Yeah. Um, that did, is quite the trade. Tokyo, um, Tokyo's... Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, they maybe get a bit greedy here, looking for that, that big RB name. Yeah, I was going to say, like, um, looks like Joe Mixon from where he was drafted um, is a guy who, you know, he's just in a tough situation over there. He's a talented player, but I don't know if talent can overcome the, the, the Cincinnati Bengals situation that he's in. Yeah, they haven't won a game all year for a reason. They're, they're playing behind him. Mixon, even though he's a good player, he's not getting the touches that you would expect from a guy that you draft in the early second round. Yeah, uh, he does have a pretty reasonable schedule the rest of the way here. He's got the Jets, Cleveland. Unfortunately, he has New England and then Miami in the championship week. So if he can overcome that week 15 against New England, uh, could be good in championship week. But otherwise, uh, I think he gave up quite a bit in order to get Joe Mixon, yeah. Coleman and Devontae Football Parker. Well, I mean, both of these players have, I think, performed better than than Joe Mixon has this year. Yeah. Devontae um, Parker's, Parker's been a on very there. consistent player, yeah. And his past uh, looks like six, seven contests. The lowest performance he's had is about nine points. So a uh, very high floor there from Devontae Football Parker on the Dolphins. Yeah, Fitzpatrick just feeds him targets too. His last three games, 11 targets, 10 targets, 10 targets. So that's what yeah, you want from you just, you just love that. So I think this is a good, I think Fuji's won this trade. And I mean, Tevin Coleman alone has been better than Joe Mixon this year. And obviously straight into the Fuji's lineup and he, he scored 12 points. And uh, it's, you know, it's not an easy schedule for Tevin Coleman the rest of the way, but uh, it's definitely a guy that you can at least count on to get some touches in that San Fran offense. Agreed. 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 Should we look at the, uh, Copenhagen uh, Wintergreen Football Cowboys trading with the Stab City Shamograms. Um, Cortland Slutton for, uh, oh, Devin, Devin Singletary. Sorry, I think I botched <laughs> that name earlier in the pod. And uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah. This is, um, again, we see, you know, another case where you've got two players going for one. And this is, you know, Early returns, obviously, from last week would, would show that the Stab Cities won the trade, although they did lose the game, but Singletary had a good performance. And if, if he can get Juju back for the Toilet Bowl playoffs, that's a big big boost for the, the Stab Cities. Mm-hmm. I tend to agree. Meanwhile, the Slut Monster has been having, a, having himself a breakout year, but his final matchups, Chargers, that's tough. Houston, that's not easy. Kansas City first round or in the semifinals. That one's pretty nice. And so he's got a good semifinals and he plays Detroit in the, the championship game. Those are two uh two good matchups if uh if Copenhagen can get there. Right. But as I soon think, as uh, 
I think week week one of the playoffs is going to be the the big 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 time week. Well, you'll see some upsets. You'll see David some, Montgomery uh, receiving touchdown. Oh yeah, let's talk to him. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man, I'm straight, dude. My team is straight. Yeah, I'm gonna have to update like, my life projection on uh, my prediction. You and Primos. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna have to update is the. Uh, $50 free roll to a 50, $51 free roll if uh, my, my win streak increases. 10 games to end the season. It'd be tough if you lost first week of the playoffs against me, eh? <laughs> it, would. <laughs> it would be very tough. <laughs> We've uh, seen that happen before in the PMFL. Oh, we have indeed. I think as recently as last year. That's correct. <laughs> um, but, you know, anomalies like that, uh, they don't have much consistency, so... Yeah, well, we'll I, don't, I don't foresee that happening back to back. Oh, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, <laughs> I think if you want to play me in the playoffs first round, you crazy baby. I think if I was to win, Dunks lose, then I'm not gonna play you anyways. So, yeah, then you're straight. Uh, but uh, anyways, let's. Uh, so this trade, I think you know, Coyle and Slutton. As soon as he goes over to the Cowboys, he has his worst game. Um, of the year. Of the year. Wow, look at that. His uh, previous low score on the season came way back in week two with six points. And against Buffalo, he, he goes for 3.2. So that's uh, it's tough for the but, um We'll see how it plays out. Let's move on to the next trade you. here. So I traded to the Hard Andres, uh, Le'Veon Bell and James White in return for uh, Saquon Barkley. Um, you know, I, big names, big real, football names in this trade. Real big names. Um, you know, both that trade and the the Corlin Sutton trade came within two minutes of each other. And um, you know, I've been trying to get Barkley off of the Hard Ons all year. And you know, this is the equivalent. If you're at a poker table, I just went all in. <laughs> Did um, you ever? I'm hoping that this guy finally shows why he was the number one player taken in almost every single fantasy draft at the beginning of the year. Uh, Barkley, I, I need you to to play like we know you can play, man. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and if he doesn't, and Bell and White seem to put up their ten points a game, then. I'll be sick. Might be a tough trade for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looks like White had a pretty brutal game last game, but I expect a bit of a bounce back in Houston this week. Yeah, but so far, Le'Veon outperformed Saquon. So um, the the one saving grace is that Barkley, he, uh, if you look at his playoff schedule, this is one of the mm-hmm. reasons why I was interested in him, is obviously he goes against Philadelphia in the quarterfinals, which you would think is a tough matchup. But every game that Saquon has played against the Eagles, he has absolutely dominated. And that one's on Monday night, too. So, uh, you know, week 14, it could very well come down to that Saquon performance on a Monday night sweat. So uh, I like my chances there. Even though I'm a Philly fan, I know what he does when he plays us. So we'll see what happens. And then Mm -hmm. he's he's got Miami in the semifinals and then the Redskins in the finals. So if I can get through those quarterfinals, then... I'm hopefully liking Saquon to, you know, put up some points come playoffs. Knock on wood if you're with him. Meanwhile, Left Bell has got a pretty, you know, he's got a pretty forgiving matchup too. So it was tough to give him up. 
He's got Cincinnati, Miami, but then in the semifinals plays Baltimore, in the finals plays Pittsburgh. So, um, yeah, I was kind of trading, you know, that like, sure, he's got a good quarterfinal matchup, but at the end of the day, I'm going all in in it to win it. So, uh, give yeah. me give me the guy that's got semifinals, a good quarter, that good final matchup. Side note: You may have absolutely fucked the Gores. <laughs> Why <Yeah>. is that? <laughs> If the gores, if the injury bug keeps hitting the gores and he ends up in the toilet bowl against the hard-ons and they have Lev Bell and James White with nice schedules, <laughs> that could be that could be the end of the gores. We may have to bring out the silver shorts again. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of the gores, he made a trade with uh, the Skunkle Squad. Nice segue. Um, acquired Sterling Shepard. I think this was the biggest trade of the day. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Sterling Shepard for Randall Cobb, who uh, the gores nabbed off the waiver wire um, minutes prior to the trade, I believe. So the Gores get Sterling Shepard, who That's has, correct. I guess last week he put up 6.2, but previous to that, he hadn't scored a point since week five. So. Yeah, concussion issues, I guess. Um, so the Gores is really rolling the dice here. <laughs> Big time. Although he, tra- he didn't have to give up much. He traded his he favorite some- player, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got some peanuts off the waiver wire and sent them over to Dallas. I like how somehow, again, the Gores ended up with Randall Cobb. Yeah. That's just one of the names he knows. Like, he runs out of names that he knows <laughs> in the draft. <laughs> He's like, okay, Cobb it is. But, man, look at Randall Cobb's last three games. He went for 10.6, 19.5, 19.6. No, he's he's busting. We shouldn't be shitting on Cobb, but um, yeah, I would not be surprised if he regressed a little bit from his previous three performances. Amari Cooper's not going anywhere. He'll uh, get some of those targets back, and uh, Cobb's stock is going to flush down the toilet. We'll see. It. I consider dropping Cooper this week. <laughs> Toyed with the yeah. idea. All right, yeah. let's should, should we go to some fab bids? Sure, yeah, fab bids. Um, uh, biggest one on the week. Biggest, Congratulations. Yeah, yep. Overspent by $8, $16 bid on Benny football, Snell jr. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers running back who I'm not even going to play this week. I'm just like, you know, being a dick and keeping points. <laughs> I, um, I, at last minute I had a $22 bid in on, uh, on Benny Snell, but I looked at it and I was like, "Do I really want to spend twenty-two bucks on Benny Snell Jr.?" I was being no. The answer is uh, no. It's a no. I, I was being strategic. I was looking at those guys that had enough money to outbid, and I think like over half of the league had twenty-one fab or lower. So I went with the strategic twenty-two. But then after reconsidering, I said, "Do I really want to do that?" And I said, "Nah." So I dropped it down to eight. So congrats, you got Mister Jr. Yeah. I sure did. Um, yeah, I, I saved a dollar. I moved mine down from seventeen to sixteen at eleven fifty nine, but um, unfortunately, wasted eight bucks. Um, so yeah, hopefully James Conner uh, finds a way to get injured for the rest of the season, and maybe I'll have a serviceable flex spot. He's got a nice Week fourteen matchup against the Cardinals. That's the quarterfinals, and a nice championship matchup against the Jets. So juicy, juicy, juicy. However, the um, reason why I didn't want to spend overspend on Benny Snell was because possibly a, a bigger pickup for me was I, I got Kirk Cousins for five dollars, uh, beating out Joseph with the lower waiver priority who also put in five dollars. So uh, sometimes it pays off to be in eighth place. 
Yeah, and also a tidbit on Joseph that still doesn't know how to use the Anchor app. Um, we'll send the user manual your way, Joey. You can maybe study and get on a pod next year. One would hope. One would hope. But I think the problem is he's out in the middle of bumfuck maple, maple ditch, and they've got absolutely no internet service out there. They live like caves. They have no people. infrastructure out there. <laughs> yeah. All they know how to do is mortgages from Joey, but they don't know how to use the internet. <laughs> yeah. Letting out there in the ditch. Uh, but yeah, the, re- the, the reason I like Kirk is obviously with Dak's struggles, I want to have an alternative. But uh, Kirk's got um, like that week 14, he's going up against the juicy, juicy Detroit Lions secondary. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe enough for me to say, hey, let's roll the dice with Mr. Mr. Captain Kirk. Right. Yeah, that's straight. Kirk's been on a bit of a rampage, so nice pick up there. Um, Otherwise, we have a few kickers being picked up, and what do we got in the non-bid transactions? Anything to talk about there? Not too much. Like, the Chargers defense goes to the Guaps. Um, Oh, a note, I cut Nick Folk after his missed field goals. (laughs) Terrible weather, not, and picked up Jake uh, Elliott against Miami this week. Um, Just looking for a floor play to... uh, solidify my um, a million game win streak <laughs> but yeah not too much the hard-ons pick up jason winton so he immediately up to his third best player yeah and nice pick up from andre there oh blow daniel blow uh, uh it's coming back it's a flag but he's driving him down the field he got a buck 42 left on the clock let's see what this kid's made of uh, holiday will be in the end zone if you need him <laughs> Uh, should we, uh, oh, Cole Beasley goes to the Titans for $3. Indy D goes to the Cowboys for $3 and goes to the Hungries for $3. Yeah. Let's fire up some predictions. Let's do it. Um, do you want to start with my matchup? Sure. All right. So we got, this is a a heavyweight tilt here. Uh, let's see what the live projection is, but you've got Primo's picks fresh off a hot win taking down, the uh, the cold hustlers is now going right back to the first place team, looking to slay two titans in back to back weeks. Uh, so you got Primos taking on the Hungers. The original action uh, for these two teams was 135 uh, to 122 for for Joseph. However, now the live projection of this game at 148 to 134, 135. So. Holy fuck. Uh, you know, so far in this game, uh, Gala Gravy has, has popped off today with that 75-yard touchdown. Uh, the one, that was straight. That was uh, straight as an arrow, that, that toss. That was – what a way to start your career. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Lions here are thankful for, for Daniel Blow right about now. Um, you know, originally I may have, you know, given this one to Joey – uh, but it's looking pretty tilted right now. Joey's got some nice matchups across the board. He's got Matt Ryan uh, tonight going against the Saints. Uh, I predict a big bounce back for Matt Ryan. I think it's uh, going to be a shootout there. You got CMC, Galladay with a 20-yard there in real time. Yeah, I just saw that update. <laughs> so two more percent on my chance to win. Get slapped, Joe. All right, this, project- this prediction is changing. This is a fluid projection. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, Christian McCaffrey against the Redskins, so he's going to do some more CMC things. You got Godwin against Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville's secondary hasn't been the same since they lost Jalen Ramsey, so uh, 
Oh, Daniel Blow tosses a pick. That's game. That's it. That's all she wrote. Uh, but yeah, I noticed that Rashad Penny is actually staying on the bench for Joey after that breakout game last week. And uh, for Tanner uh, on the other side here, if you got Lamar Jackson playing against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, that's must-watch television. That's a 10 a.m. game on Sunday. Make sure you're watching that one. Uh, that could be a Super Bowl prequel, you know, the way that this season shook up. So uh, if he keeps his play, if he keeps his pace up, if Lamar Jackson keeps going for 40 points a week, we may as well just uh, order you that plaque right now for uh, for the PMFL Trophy, Tanner. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no prepays you, here. You got uh, you got Dallas Goddard going against Miami, and uh, I don't know if you saw, but Mr. Zachariah Ertz actually is uh, currently LGBTQ with a questionable hamstring right now. So if Ertz doesn't play, that's a huge uh, Goddard game against those finless Miami Dolphins. Uh, mm, depth, yum. depth players, not so great matchups. Uh, for the defenses, you see that you've got Joey starting Philadelphia against Miami, and you got the Hungary starting the New York Jets against Cincinnati. So those are two dream matchups for your defense. Uh, those pretty much count, cancel out. Despite uh, the life, oh, there was a penalty. There was a penalty. So Daniel Blow's got the ball back again. He's going deep. He throws an, almost another pick, but there's another flag. <laughs> Holy shit. Someone's what coming down to the wire. Um, so. You know, despite the live prediction, just throwing everything out of the fucking window here. Uh, I'm going to say that Primo's keeps this hot streak rolling, and I'm going to say that he ends your win streak at nine games. I'm going to say Matt Ryan has a huge game tonight. I'm going to give this one Primo's picks 152 to 148 for the Hungries. What do you think about that? Um, I, man, honestly, I love it. I <laughs> put up big points every week when you're lost, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to bring some momentum into week 14. So if I'm putting up 148, I'm straight. I'm going for that spicy ginger beer. Where's nice. that sucker? Where'd I put that? I'll get into it. I'll get into your matchup here. Don't expect me to treat you nicely after that. <laughs> um... <laughs> The Gore's starting three Cohen. Looks like he's had another busto game, five and a half points. Um, quarterback matchup, what? Is this real? Is, is the Gore's playing Daniel Jones? He is. Green Bay? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit. That's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. He must have watched a bit of that San Fran game and thought that, man, anybody can score <laughs> on Green Bay. But I think, I think the offense is a little bit different, so... I'm going to give the edge to Prescott against uh, Buffalo here. Unless, are you planning on playing uh, Kirk Cousins against Seattle? Um, oh, no, I want, no the reason why is because I wanted to watch Dak Prescott on Thursday here today. So that's literally the only reason why I'm starting Dak. Oh, nice. Yeah, that seems sensible. Um, yeah, looking at the receivers here, Gores has Edelman, Tyreek Hill's back. And DJ Chark, do 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 do. Um, Gores has some nice receivers, but you do have Ridley, Scary Terry, and Cooper. Uh, big bounce back game coming for Cooper. Um, Scary Terry is playing against the Panthers. Um, should be a focal point of that Washington Redskins offense. So I, I like his projection at about ten points. And uh, Ridley against the, the Saints. 
Uh, not sure if Julio is going to be playing uh, tonight. So is that tonight? Uh, it is tonight, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, Ridley actually performs better if Julio's in the lineup, draws some coverage away, and maybe Matt Ryan looks his way a little more. I'd but, agree. Um, Hooper's still out. Hopefully coming back next week. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to give the receiver edge, though, to Gores. Um, running back edge, I'm not really going to talk about it. Um, Dalvin <laughs> Cook, one of the most banging gangbangers in the league, and Saquon Barkley against Green Bay, who's given up a lot of uh, fantasy points to RBs. Um, so, yeah, I think you're straight on the running backs. And then in the flex, we have DK football Metcalf. Uh, who had a down game last week, but will be looking to bounce back against Minnesota's stiff defense. Um, and Sterling Shepard on the other side, who hasn't played football since Nom. Uh, just kidding, he played last week. Um, but I don't see Sterling Shepard having a big game as the Green Bay secondary is pretty stout. Um, so I'm going to give the edge to Metcalf there. Um, special teams, Gore is playing Baltimore against San Fran. Uh, Baltimore defense has been banging. And I can see them giving Garoppolo some trouble. Uh, so I actually don't hate that play, even though uh, it's a big powerhouse matchup there. I'd rather play the Pittsburgh defense against Cleveland because I believe the Pittsburgh defense will be swinging helmets most, <laughs> most of the game and should be a lot of injuries. And hey, it wasn't Pittsburgh swinging helmets. <laughs> yeah, well, it's their turn to, to do some swinging. So. Quick um, side note, did you see those Mason Rudolph pinatas that they set up outside of Cleveland before last game? Yeah, how crazy is that? Can you imagine being the, the shop that like manufactures those? It's like, oh, here's a good idea. Sorry, off topic, but that was hilarious. Yeah, I thought that was pretty wild too. Um, anyways, I'm going to give this matchup to the Ramsey's Raw Disley Dogs unless they find a way to, um, you know, slot in some bums and throw it. Um, <laughs> which I don't think is in their best interest because I don't plan on losing to anybody uh, from here on out. Um, but I got the I got the Ramsey's Raw Dogs. Um, bit of a bounce back week, 128 points. Um, not going to stray away from Yahoo at all. I like that projection. <laughs> Gores, who's going to put up 99.9. Uh, not going to break 100 Gores. 99.9. All right. Let's... Yeah, on the, on the heels of Daniel Jones putting up a five spot. <laughs> uh, his receiver is performing well and the rest of his team falling off the face of the planet. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's move on here. we got the Copenhagen Cowboys taking on the Hard Andres. Right now, we've got uh, a straight projection. Yahoo's got 124 to the Cowboys to 103 for the Hard-Ons. Uh, Andres projected over 100, so good job, Andre. We've got some serviceable, serviceable players uh, in there for the Hard-Ons this week. Uh, meanwhile, the Cowboys are looking pretty strong uh, across the board. Uh, question we've got to ask is, can Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones get back on track? Uh, this week going up against the New York Giants. So I say the answer to that question is yes. I expect them both to have bounce-back games. Uh, obviously, you got Bobby Woods back in that lineup, and you know he looked good last week. He's got a dream matchup here uh, against the Cardinals secondary. Um, what's interesting is the – oh, never mind. Apologies. No, I was going to say Elliot has a tough matchup later on today playing against the Buffalo defense. Uh, so that will be a good one to watch. Uh, Jared Cook mm-hmm. um, going up against that Atlanta secondary. Can he stay hot? I would think so. Um, but then, so sorry, here it is. You, he's got Bobby Woods going against Arizona, and then he's got D.D. Westbrook going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jameson Crowder 
going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. So for for three out of four of the Cowboys receivers, uh, it's looking pretty nice. Westbrook playing, uh, you know, almost exclusively out of the slot going up against those Buccaneers. That's the same defense that Christian Kirk went for 37 points against a few weeks back. Uh, again, True. playing primarily out of the slot. So Didi could be, um, you know, sleeper of the week right now is projected at 10.8. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he cracked 20 this week. Uh, meanwhile, you got Andre Scott Jameis going up against the Jags. Ryan Tannehill absolutely roasted them last week. So uh, we'll see if Jameis is good Jameis or bad Jameis. Um, meanwhile, he's got Josh Gordon, who's penciled in as the starter. Uh, now, fun tidbit here, you know, Jimmy Graham was the worst fab bid on the air, and that was until $50 of fab uh, went on to Josh Gordon. Um, in, hi- in hindsight, looking at that pickup, Josh Gordon, since being bought for $50, has been good for 5.2 points. So in order for Josh Gordon to <laughs> get that return on investment for the hard Andres, he is somehow going to have to score 44.8 points um, over the next three weeks for the toilet bowl bound uh, soft on. So uh, he's saving it all for the toilet bowl week. <laughs> so that's averaging point game. Let me, let me see here. Okay. Google what's 44.8 divided by three. Okay. So he's got to get 15 points a week from here on out. So if, if the Josh Gordon can do that, I like Andre's chances to not lose the toilet bowl. But uh, anyways, we... uh, I like my chances of taking the under on that uh, 45 <laughs> points, which are at 100 uh, percent. Then you've got uh, Lev. Why did I trade this guy? Bell, who's got a, a great matchup against Cincy. Uh, I know why I traded him. I knew he had a matchup this week. But again, looking long term, uh, we'll, we'll see what he does. But I, I like Lev Bell to have a good game against those uh those toothless bungles. James White, he's going to have a bounce back game against Houston. Look for him to get involved. And uh, Andre, good job. You have a wide receiver in your flex this week with Larry Fitzgerald. So a uh, round of applause. Knock Excellent on, work there. Knock on wood if you're, if you're with Andre. And, uh, oh, this is interesting. He's got Cleveland defense in the lineup going up again against Pittsburgh. That one's on Sunday at 10 o'clock. I didn't even realize those two teams were playing against each other again. Uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Do you see Mason Rudolph bench though? Like what a fucking bum. He's been benched for Devlin Hodges, the duck. Yeah, I told you he's terrible. He's the worst. He's he's an embarrassment to the position. He I should just they, retire. They, want, they, they want to bench him in this game to avoid him uh, ripping his own helmet off and swinging it wildly at the opposition. At his own head. <laughs> he'd try to hit he'd try to hit one of the pits or sorry one of the cleveland browns players but he'd probably be intercepted anyways so uh, <laughs> overall we're sticking with yahoo's predictions here i'm gonna say andre or sorry basso gets uh 128 points uh to 87 for for the soft andres nice little prediction there i agree i concur um should i get into el guapo and indomitian food here yeah, do it. Um, so what do we have here? This looks like a little interesting matchup. Projections very even. Um, Patty Mahomes against Oakland. Um, I like that for a pop-off spot. Um, looks like IT Kev has declined to use the Patty Mahomes 
I mean, Mecole Hardman stack, as Mecole has put up a few uh, bust games as of late. Um, let's see here. Uh, Fuji has Joey football sly in the kicking spot, as per usual, which gives him a monster edge. However, it is in a rain game, so temper your expectations there. Joey uh, sly cost his team the win last week. He missed a field goal against yeah. the Saints. Yeah, that was ugly. Um, let's just do a quick little dome counter here. It looks like Fuji's got one, two, three domes, two IT Kevs, one, two domes, so dome edge to Fuji. Um. Fuji has some nice receiving options here. Devontae Parker against Philly, but Philly's secondary has tightened up quite a bit from where they started out the season. So not a great matchup for Parker there. Um, Tay Adams, he's straight. He's um, coming back to his regular form. And his third option is Brandon Concussion Cooks, uh, who has not performed very well at the hands of Jared Goffel. Um, Adam Thielen uh, seems to be back probably for a few plays and then he'll be right back out with the hammy um, Juice Landry's a, an absolute banger um, one of IT Kev's best picks I believe oh yeah um, he slotted in the newly acquired Debo football Samuel who's had uh, three um, big weeks and we'll see if he can make it a fourth against Baltimore I wouldn't count on it though um, and in the flex we have Carlos Hyde Carlos Mexican football hide, um, who had a bit of a down game last week in their win against Indianapolis on Thursday night. Um, is now playing New England, so not a good matchup for Carlos football hide. Um, I give the edge to Sony Michelle, who's probably going to punch in a one-yard one touchdown, and that's about all he can do. Um, so, yeah, I think this matchup is close. However, um, due to Adam Thielen's projection being huge and my expectation of him only playing a a few offensive snaps before exiting again. I'm going to give Fuji the edge here, um, 118 to 110. Um, an unfortunate loss, napping uh, El Guapo's two-game win streak and putting Fuji at 8-5 and five to end the regular season. 8-5 and five for, for Fuji. He's got to be happy with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's stoked. <laughs> uh, bunch Too of bad he couldn't make it onto the pod. Yeah, what a fucking soft shit. <laughs> Hope yeah. those menstrual cramps are uh, are feeling better, Fuji. All right, let's um, let's move on to our final game of the week. Here we've got the Tokyo Titans, fresh off of that tough loss, currently sitting at fifth place with a record of seven and five, going up against the Stab City Shamrocks, uh, victim of a couple of tough losses back to back, three and nine, currently sitting in eleventh place. Uh, Yahoo has this uh, with the Titans taking the win, one twenty-five to one sixteen. Uh, let's break it down. So we got uh, Tokyo's looking to climb out of fifth place. Uh, meanwhile, Stab is obviously prepping for uh, for the that's upcoming. Uh, he's got Kyler Murray in a dome playing against the LA Rams. He's going to look at look to uh, rip it up. Those Rams were exposed last week by Lamar Jackson. So uh, I'd look for Murray to to have a good game here. Um, Odell, mm -hmm. fresh off of a big game last week. Um, I believe it was against those finless Dolphins. So um, surprise, surprise, not really. But uh, this week, Odell's in a rain game at Pittsburgh. Um, I'd look for him to regress a little bit, potentially under 10 points. Uh, a lot of cues. I think he gets for, thrown out. I think he, he gets thrown out of the game. game. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's going to be a scrap. Um, 
Odell and Minka Fitzpatrick. This time Baker Mayfield gets cracked in the head. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, <heard> <laughs> Or TJ Watt <laughs> takes it off. <laughs> does his best Miles Garrett impression. <laughs> He'd probably take it off and then fake swinging it at him and then get a monster fine but no suspension. That would be funny. <laughs> that would. Sorry to interrupt there. Go on. Make us odds. Uh, okay, so we got uh, – there's a lot of cues here on Philly's team. Julio uh, right now is questionable, and he's like a game-time decision, so you can bet that uh, Philly's watching that IR report uh, more closely than he's watching – uh, the sales that he's making today. Uh, Derek Henry, this guy's a horse. Uh, he can't be tackled. Uh, we need to get this guy a piss test, like, right now because he's just uh, a freak of nature. Um, he's got a, a pretty decent matchup. He's questionable as well. If, if he's good to go, I expect him to run right through Indianapolis. Uh, Chris Carson, tough matchup against Minnesota. Uh, are we going to see the faller waller? Are we going to see the baller waller? He's going against Kansas City, so their secondary is pretty soft. DJ Moore is, uh, you know, having a, himself a breakout season, and I think that continues against the Redskins. Uh, what's interesting here is, that, um, is it Justin Williams? Yeah. Justin Williams is in the starting lineup, and Joe Mixon is riding Pine on the bench. So, uh, so far, that trade is um, it's, it's not looking great for the Tokyo Titans, you know, especially when this week I believe that uh, Devontae Parker is playing against the Philadelphia secondary, which is one of the worst in the league. Um, so it could have had him maybe as a, a flex play. But anyways, we look over at, uh, at the Step City Shamrocks. You got Deshaun Watson going against the Patriots. That's tough. Uh, Michael Thomas going head-to-head potentially against Julio Jones in that game tonight. That'll be a good one if those two guys can go. Uh, Hollywood Brown, uh, he had a two-touchdown game last week, but he's going against those Niners, uh, those pesky Niners. I don't think he's going to do that much this week. I think this one's going to be a ground-and-pound dirty game, and I don't see the Ravens throwing the ball all that much, especially if Richard Sherman's covering him. Uh, Todd Gurley against the Cardinals, he could have 15, 16 points. Melvin Gordon against Denver, could see another good game there. Uh, Old man Greg going against the Redskins, could have a solid outing. Devin Singletary going today against the Cowboys. Um, All in all, there's, uh, you know, his skill players, minus Hollywood Brown, have some good matchups for the Stab City Shamrock. But Deshaun Watson going against those Patriots, we saw what they did last week to Scott, we saw what they did the week before to Carson Wentz. We've seen what they've been doing to teams all year long. It's tough to get anything going against them, so we're going to have to stick with Yahoo here. Um, I'm going to predict this game goes 134 uh, to 106 for the Tokyo Titans. There you go, Phil. You finally got a predicted win on the PMFL podcast. Congratulations. Knock on wood. If you Knock on it. wood for Phil. All righty. That, is that all the predictions? I believe that wraps it up unless we forgot about someone, which would be awkward. Um, let me see here. Did we forget about somebody? I hope not. Um, <laughs> nope, looks, looks good. Now, let's uh, before we close out the pod here, let's take a look at the standings and see who can move in this final week. Good call. Who can move? Uh the how hungry are you cannot move anywhere. No, um, you're stuck. Locked up first. You're straight at first. The battle for second place is live, though. 
Yeah, unfortunately, no money there. Just playoff seeding. Um, looks like the Cold Hustlers and, and the Primos picks and the to- and the Copenhagen Cowboys have a chance. Yeah, Co- um, Cope is going to need a lot. He would need Primos and the Hustlers to both lose um, this week in order to move in the second place, just based off of the points for. Um, so yeah. I, I don't really see that happening. He's yeah, 183 points back from Primo's picks. And right. fuck, 150,000 points back from the Hustlers. Right. So it looks like the bottom four are the main uh, players who could see some movement. Um, if if uh, the Tokyo Titans... Um, oh, actually, no. They can't really move that far. I think as far as they could move is is... Switching places with the Copenhagen Cowboys, which yeah. would mean that they would still play the Copenhagen Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs. That's true. And also, it would mean that the Copenhagen Cowboys would have to lose to the Hard Andres this week. Yeah, which isn't happening. So um, The top five are pretty much locked, unless Tokyo loses and Dominican Food wins. Exactly. That could be a scenario. Um, again, sort of unlikely, but... Could we'll happen. See. Could happen. Um, and I guess, yeah, at the bottom there, it's you and Dallas. If Dallas uh, continues his losing streak and you win, you guys will switch places. Um, yeah, that, that seems to be about it. So it looks like our playoff matchups are going to be myself against either Skunkle Squad or yourself. Um, the Cold Hustlers against either cold Skunkle hustlers Squad. Against either, yeah, Skunkle Squad or yourself. It looks and... like it's going to be Primos versus Indomitian Fuge. Yeah, a good old Glen set battle. And Copenhagen and... Cal taking on the Tokyo Titans. Wow, what a banging week 14 we will be having here in the PMFL. Yeah, that'll be huge. And I have, uh, I have some number crunches to see whether or not I'm going to bench Dak before this game kicks off here. <laughs> All right, I should probably leave you to that. I've, I've ordered myself an ahi tuna burger at the calf here at work, so I'm going to go grab that and wolf it down and maybe do a little work today on this American Thanksgiving Day. Oh, have fun with that. I'll, uh, I'll catch you later, Mr. Hungry. Good luck this week. All right, best of luck to you and all in the PMFL. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you.